0: Dear listeners, The editor for this show, the human Christine, has been under the weather. Which evidently means this human's lungs are attempting to kill Christine. Cav's glad not to know what that's like. Cav, you're supposed to read the message. Oh, right. Due to this lung attack, Christine has yet to complete editing the episode. Instead, this human asked Cav to deliver this first section to, and Cav quotes, whet your appetite, while Christine finishes the remainder. And? Hmm? Cav knows, Cav knows. Without further ado, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
1: Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're going to
2: get wrecked.
1: The riding on the sky on fire. Head into the end head- your number's up and now you gotta pay Running from the Heroes of the Hidean Way Ooh. Ooh.
3: Previously on Heroes of the Hidean Way The crew recovered from their explosive entrance to Bandon Doba's hideout Diving headfirst into the skirmish Barrowin broke up the thug's makeshift sitting room, and Cav did the same to the pressure field generator. Billy turned a table into a barrier while Verin took shots from cover. Once they fought their way aboard the YV-666, Barrowin found one assailant to be Zucata's brother Godin. Barrowin warned him off, one hunter to another, as a hatch opened and the crew turned to Doba. Will this be Cav's last hunt as an apprentice, or is it more biscuit than they can chew? Find out on this week's episode. An electrifying conclusion.
4: Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games' Star Wars RPG line. Currently, we are playing Trouble Brewing, and it can be found in this Edge of the Empire core book. This is Episode 12, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. This
0: gan's name is Cav. Cav is an apprentice bounty hunter and droid tech. Kav is played by the human Christine. Christine is a podcaster and the editor of this
5: show.
3: Kav
0: is proud of Christine for sticking with playing again past when Cav assumed
3: Christine would give up. Whoa, meta.
5: Hey, we're, at, we're after episode 11.
3: Kinda,
1: kind of a downer intro. The can will be raps, Brandon.
3: Thank heavens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, thank the force. It's
1: times like this that Barrowin, captain of the Sky on Fire, takes a moment to reflect and wonder if yes indeed this is this job this job of all jobs is going to actually go kind of smoothly as the group gathers together as her crew which she bends over backwards to protect and stop from killing themselves somehow (laughs) mainly Kev regroups the world seems to just fall away for a moment and everything seems home free and like, nothing bad could possibly happen moments from now. <laughs> and Barrowin has to let herself smile a little bit at the the job she's done and how far they've all come. This is when I, I want to, like, cut this with
5: probably calf screaming as, like, an arm gets cut off or something. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
4: <laughs> all right. Next.
3: Oh, that's me, isn't it? Good evening. My name is Billy. I I have recently joined the Sky on Fire and have marveled at the myriad of ways biologicals get themselves into interesting circumstances, but also at my willingness to join them. Odd.
2: My name is Vuren Affa, and you can find me on Twitter at aka Agent Wait. Why did I start? What is Billy? What is Twitter?
3: I believe it is a communication methodology used by primitive, or I guess, super-advanced humans.
0: <laughs> and Vrebo.
3: And Vrebo. Oh, that explains much. I still haven't figured out how to change the ringtone on this thing. I have instructed you twice. Perhaps if you listened, or allowed me to do it for you. You can't use a touchscreen. Your hands don't have any, like, skin on them. I could use a stylus. Uh, What? Uh, This is getting very out of hand (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps we we should refocus
2: Maybe we should
1: put Cav screaming behind this also
2: (laughs) (laughs) And now you'll go to settings
1: (laughs) Barrowin can enter the scene now And be like, I bet Cav could just install A stylus in your
3: finger for you (laughs) And in the background Uh, we hear Screaming and pching, pching. Oh, oh no! Those fingers were
1: Kev's stylus-making hands. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. So the four of our heroes are on the vagrant, a yv six 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 freighter that they have tracked down the nefarious Bendendoba, and Kev is like looking straight up at Bendendoba who is standing there with a vibro axe and a uh, hold-up blaster staring right at Cav. Uh,
5: would anyone mind if I took the first slot? If nothing, if nothing else, Cav has a means to warn everybody else that there is bad things happening aboard the ship before there is screaming.
3: I'm just picturing the slow, startled, release the, the ladder and just fall backward. <laughs> Please don't do that, but
1: um i want to go and i want to take a maneuver to holster my blaster and <laughs> really, to take it out again because then i think well maybe we haven't killed everybody and um uh i'm gonna field commander but i'm gonna give the maneuvers to Vern and billy <laughs>
3: <laughs> how, b- mean? how about we just let let the gand go first
5: uh so leslie raised a good question so is Cav currently on a ladder, or is Cav, uh, or is Cav's feet planted on like a deck?
4: On the ladder. I'm figuring your up, like your hands are pretty much at the height of the next deck.
5: Okay. So I, I have two questions then. Since we've been combat time, the first is, what happened to my Ion Stunner, which was previously in my hand? Do we assume it is still in my hand, or that? Cav holstered it in some uh some I'm going manner. with
4: as you were running up, you holstered it.
5: Okay. Uh so the second question is how far is the drop?
4: Short range. Short range.
5: Okay. <sighs> now Cav's gonna do something stupid. I mean,
1: what else is there, <laughs> <do>, right? <laughs> uh so 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 Cav
5: sees sees the two two a Cavs eyes would go wide if they were capable of doing that but they're just static (laughs) as always and Cav's initial response is to draw the cool looking chrome heavy blaster pistol that Cav's been wanting to use um uh Cav keeps Cav's weapons unstunned fortunately ever since the Hmm. Barrowin incident
3: (laughs) which one uh (laughs)
5: Yeah. (laughs) uh and and Cav is uh this is a oh, Cav. Okay, Cav thinks Cav can be an action hero, so Cav is going to. No, I thought this works with the latter. Cav doesn't. Cav is going to fire with Cav's action at uh, Doba. Okay, presumably Doba. Actually, you know, at the one with the viberax. Cav doesn't know in this moment.
4: <laughs> uh, so considering you are essentially engaged with them, that would be two red. On I can they have adversary two. Any defense? Adversary two? No, they don't have any setbacks throwing your (laughs) way.
5: All right. So that's going to be a roll of three green and two red.
3: By the way, our destiny pool is one light, three dark.
5: Okay. Uh, Cav netted uh, two threat. Um, And so Cav pulls the chrome heavy blaster pistol and uh, discharges it. But Cav isn't a very good shot under normal circumstances. And... Doba saw this coming a mile away and sort of just like sidesteps, and the blast kind of flies up, uh, up the hatch. Cav then is going to take take two strain to try to now that the heavy blaster pistol's gone off, uh, to try to um, slide down the ladder. Um, <laughs>
4: <laughs> the cool slide where you just, I like it. Uh, I'm going with the. Two threat means that you don't quite make it and you are like on your back at the bottom of the ladder. Not taking any damage, but you are knock prone.
5: Uh, that's fair. I'm I'm fine with that. So so Cav is prone at the bottom of the ladder. All of you heard a heavy blaster pistol go off.
4: I don't of the gravity, kinda of doing the kinda of doing the action hero thing of diving backwards with a chrome blaster pistol shooting up and missing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and except mystery. for you
3: end up doing the um the the dramatic window fall you know where you're clearly sitting in a chair on a green screen just flailing
4: i was going crashing into crates which cav does
3: uh okay fair enough she can't do anything quiet can't she
4: no nope this the cav all right so now the we have way. another player
1: uh so i assume like what Cav is doing is, is fairly near Barrowin. Barrowin just doesn't have line of sight to the Aquilish.
4: Yeah, that is pretty accurate.
1: Uh, okay. Barrowin will... Uh, again, if nobody has an p- objection to me jumping in, if somebody else has a better idea, that's fine.
3: Nope. Go crazy.
1: Uh, Barrowin will move over to the bottom of the ladder, first of all, maneuver.
4: Yep. Looking up, you see an Aquilish that is kind of... Obscured, sorry. That is somewhat obscured because you're looking up, you can see like half of them. I'm giving him like one And And
1: is Cav like more between Barrowin and the Aqualish or like more beside Barrowin at this point?
4: More beside Barrowin.
2: Okay.
1: Although it would have been really appropriate if I was in between. (laughs) Well, I would would have an alternative plan for that and it would be fine. Okay. I mean, you wouldn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be fine. Barrowin is going to also try a stupid thing because it's never worked so far, but, you know, she didn't get this far by giving up. Grappling hook.
4: Reaching up the ladder and then do a spin trying to knock someone over with the tail?
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. Sure would love to.
3: (laughs) Which which thing that hasn't worked?
1: Hey, the tail has worked. The tail is currently (laughs) one for two not tonight obviously but just historically the 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 grapnel harpoon is like oh for three <laughs> <laughs> so barrowin will uh angle it at the aqualish with the vibroax. um uh i guess question to determine whether or not i need to use my maneuver for something else does barrowin's suit allow her to use her wrist-mounted grapnel harpoon because I will absolutely spin my other maneuver to remove the glove, if need
4: be. Because it's wrist-mounted, I, I think you would have to remove the glove.
1: I mean, we're in a ship at this point, so presumably there's atmosphere Yeah, um, and everything, and I don't have to worry.
4: Uh, except the cargo door's still open, because there's a cable.
1: No, that's fine. It's fine. They're breathing fine. <laughs> this is fine.
3: Everything's fine here. How are you?
1: Yeah. It's okay.
5: <laughs> Maybe we can get a discount on hands.
1: Uh, so I will uh, spin two strain to do to, as a second maneuver um, like pop the release on the glove of the suit. Man, this is going to go super badly, super fast. And uh, grab the harpoon the Squalish.
4: So let's see. That would be short range. So with the adversary two, that would be one red, one purple, and one setback because they're getting a bit of cover from the Somewhat obscured opening.
1: Okay. I'm flipping a destiny point. So that gives me three yellows No, nothing else. So here we Yep, that you forgot I did, <laughs> I did forget something, something. <laughs> <laughs> like And I got um, Three triumphs. Yeah, no, uh, okay. Well dream big That's what I always say <laughs> So I have a failure and an advantage. I have a plan for the advantage. It might not be a good plan.
3: Stop making these caveats, guys. Just do things.
1: Uh, that's why they're called caveats. Caveats. Uh, Can the advantage be that the harpoon actually wraps around the axe? Not enough to disarm him, obviously, because it's only one advantage, but um, perhaps enough that Moving the axe about does slightly require um, working against Barrowin's
4: stability. Okay. All right.
1: I don't know what that will do mechanically. It just amuses me. Setback at the moment.
4: All right. So going into this, we have two NPCs going at this point. One is going to be Benden Doba, who is going to be jumping down the ladder swinging a vibroax at the retracting uh, grapnel of Barrowin, trying to slice at Barrowin with their vibroaxe.
1: Mission accomplished. Well, you, you did kind of invite this. Uh, I mean, yeah, Barrowin is the sort who will try to draw the fire <laughs> of the guy with the axe.
4: Okay, so do you have any ring, or any melee defense? Melee defense? Nope. Okay. Doba is going to be coming down and trying to slice at uh, Barrowin. And... <laughs> <Oohch>.
1: Welp. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't need that arm anyway.
4: Well, we've got Vicious, so we'll see. Uh, okay, so... Can I assume the is crit good... on that
1: thing's probably two, right? You're
4: correct. On the other hand, I have Sunder as well. So, does eight damage pierce two? Wow, I'm using every line... Every point on this line item.
1: Uh, man... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, eight damage, eight damage. Pierce two will do things. <laughs>
4: okay, uh, I will be using Sunder because I will be trying to uh, slice at Berwin's wrist thing. So that's taking it down two levels of damage.
1: <laughs> I guess we know what happens if th- if we get a maimed result. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so with Sunder, each advantage used on Sunder will cause the weapon to uh, become less accurate with what they're doing. One thunder, or one damage level is a setback until it gets repaired on all rolls using it. And second damage level is increasing the damage. And three just means it doesn't work anymore. But it has crit too. So I'm using two of the advantage of the four rolled to... Roll a critical hit on Marilyn. That's fair. And this is vicious. Three, so adding thirty. Oh my
1: goodness! I mean, I suppose I suppose it's yeah. better than the fact that he could have just added forty instead, and let and let me keep my harpoon I'm that I hit. S- nothing sorry, with.
5: I, I I thought when the despair happened, this would be me.
1: Somebody just
3: catch my hand. Oh yeah, that's, that's not too
1: bad. I, okay. I mean, you're only
4: slightly <laughs> dazed. Yeah. Target is disoriented until the end of the encounter.
3: What does disoriented do?
1: Uh setback on everything I do.
4: It's not the horrible one, yeah, just it's just tolerable. a setback.
3: Is that um a minor crit? Um
1: I mean it's uh it's an average uh
3: It's an average crit. It's an average okay. crit. Okay.
1: Because it is like most of the minor ones are ones that like go away after after a turn. This one is like the rest of the encounter.
3: Oh, is that why there's two purples? Two diamonds?
4: Yep, that is the reason why there are two purples. That is the difficulty on getting rid of.
3: Oh, okay. I knew that it took something else, so. Okay, thank you. So, narratively, where did
5: Berwyn get hit? Is it, is it still her arm?
4: It's still in Berwyn's arm. It's just, yeah, and doing a lot of damage to that arm. And probably the suit as well.
1: Yeah, it uh, cuts pretty deep into that grapnel harpoon, uh, wrist mount, some sparks fly maybe it cracks her uh suit visor or something because she also took seven wounds off of this so like she didn't not take damage she's just not dead
4: all right and with their second maneuver as they take to strain themselves i count of they are a nemesi, they are moving away so now they are at like short range to everyone
5: I I take it deeper into the ship rather than towards Billy. No,
4: actually, they are short range to everyone in like in the cargo area. Like they are somewhat enraged, one might say. Oh,
5: that's convenient because we have a Billy.
4: The other thing that you will notice is that the cargo door does seem to be closing. Ooh, it's going slow, and it seems to be stuck on a cable uh, that it's trying to close on. Like this is a very thick cable and yeah so they're attempting to clamp the door shut to get air back into the cargo bay so they can do things the next one is going to be scurrying around like essentially jumping over and laying down uh, on the floor of the second level and is pointing their uh, blaster through and trying to shoot at actually the one who's right there is Cav
5: okay i know normally being prone gives a setback but under under the circumstances i don't know that it would
4: yeah that would
1: At the same time he's hanging through a hole the, in the ground i guess the axe wielding aqualish moved after attacking so there's not a not a concern of friendly and melee yeah Carry
4: on. all right so hmm
3: uh-huh. oh you didn't actually want to run the next part of this game did you well
1: cap is well, dead with this <laughs> um Save yourselves.
3: I'm I'm fine. I, I call dibs on being on as we move forward. Uh, <laughs>
5: hey, I'm at least not in danger of being maimed off of this.
4: <laughs> no, the sad there is a huge sad part to this, which I will when I describe everything, you will understand how sad this is. Uh, for everyone listening, I got one success doing six damage total before soak and i gotta try it
5: i i thought it was a heavy blaster pistol
4: no you never got to look at what the weaponry the second aquilish had
5: it's it's just like a holdout or a light
4: it's a holdout blaster okay
5: cap is not that badly injured
4: <laughs> no this is just sad that i can crit off of a holdout blaster okay it's a holdout blaster in the aquilish for their range light has one yellow one green so if, oh, yeah, <laughs> um, no. I was not expecting So th-
5: this is the battle of the non uh, uh the
1: non combatants.
4: Pretty battle. much. Alright, so this is a discouraging wound. Ha.
1: I don't think we have any light side points.
4: True. On the other hand, it's still a crit.
5: So discouraging wound. Uh so this this guy fires down with a holdout blaster and Kev was injured. Not that injured though actually uh in the grand scheme of things you know what i think it is i think the, the little blast kind of w- like skimmed the like chrome heavy blaster pistol mm. there's like a streak on it now and then cav got hit so cav's in pain and cav is looking at the blaster like like cav's new blaster see i was i was thinking
3: what it was is is you know cav fell on her back she just watched um barrow get rather dramatically wounded their main target is now amongst them, really angry, and then just got shot. So this is just like shattering all of the action hero dreams. That's why it's discouraging.
4: <laughs> nice.
3: So much for my epic hollow trilogy. <sighs> oh, and it's one of us now.
4: Yep. Now we have two PCs.
3: We're in would you like to do something? Well, uh, yes. In fact, I
2: would. Let's see. So you said everyone is at short range? Yes.
3: Please don't throw a grenade.
2: I... No. <laughs> I'm still in Berrowin's grip. Or not Barrowin's Billy's grip, right?
3: No, I set you on a crate.
2: Oh. Uh, then I will stand up on that crate. I will flip my blaster to stun. I'll aim at Doba and his horrible axe. And, uh... I'll say something like, uh, Hey, Axe boy, we got a hut that's going to be very pleased to see you. And then I'll shoot him with the stun gun.
4: All right. Uh, shooting Doba at short range is going to be one purple and one red. Is of adversary two.
2: We don't have a light side to flip, and we wouldn't have one even if we did before. <laughs> Cav went. <laughs> Cav is... So discouraged. So I've got to just roll this as it is. One success Dang. and two advantage. Uh, I'll take that. I want to give him a setback. And so that will be a total of eight stun damage. Eight
4: stun damage. So it
2: is applied, but that still does.
4: That looks like, like this Aqualish is pretty furious, even as a, like, walrus toothed tusked uh, gentleman Th- and that's how does... lost an arm
5: <laughs> why are we playing like, like, like Russian roulette feel like we feel <laughs> alive <the main> <laughs> <half>.
1: <laughs> that's what
5: this feels it like it kind of does c- c-
3: can I just, I just point out that I'm not making jokes about being maimed
1: yeah I and mean, you would just get another one
5: well I don't think it would I think it would impact you the least
4: <laughs> I mean you're Eshar you can put your arm back on
3: Okay, so um, Vern has reminded Billy that, oh, we don't actually want to kill him, so throwing him <laughs> out the hatch isn't necessarily the best idea. I want to punch him in the face, and we're going to see how well I can do that. Since the last time I tried to punch, it didn't go well.
4: It's two red and purple on account of it's upgraded, and they have adversary too, so it upgrades twice.
3: So, do you guys mind if I steal that destiny, or do you have plans for it?
1: Uh, you're not technically allowed to.
3: Because he flipped it so it's the same point that was used on this already.
1: Right. I mean, obviously, Ben can play it however, but by the book- I'm fine would with that. Be, mm. That would not technically be there. By the book. Yeah,
4: because the GM upgrade goes after the player or something close I forget to
1: exactly that. how the rule reads, but I know that, like, you can't- You can't literally flip the same point back and forth.
4: Yeah.
3: Well, this is um, so? a suspiciously even roll in that it's going to be two yellow and a green, uh, two red and a purple. I feel really good about this, guys. Can you tell? You grip? I got this.
5: Shot gloves. They've never failed us, Leslie. P.S. listeners, they've always failed us.
1: Basically, things that we wear on or about our hands haven't gone that very <laughs> that well. <laughs>
5: oh no this means one of my ideas for a droid is a
1: terrible one give it a shot (laughs)
3: oh wait no he's in short range not he's he's not engaged
4: yeah so you'd have to move in close
3: I will step in close and I will take
4: and then increase the difficulty by one adding an extra purple or actually moving that up to a red and punch him with both hands I'm sorry you can dual wield your (laughs) hands
3: Best phrase ever.
4: And it would only move it from a purple to a red because it's would be three difficulty upgraded three times. So three red. Yeah. Just offering.
3: <laughs> Don't listen to them. Screw that noise. Go big or go home. We're doing it. All right. So three red. Um, Three red. Can I have a boost? Well, I'm going to take a boost for an aim. First of all.
4: All right. And... Uh, There actually was some bouncing advantage back there that totally would work as a boost.
3: I'm dual-wielding my fists like a maniac. This is ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. Okay, so... I take my strain, let me make a note of my... In transit, I forgot to bring my, my thing that said I had five wounds and three strain. So now I have five wounds and five strain. Okay. Two boosts, three reds, yellow, yellow, green. Great idea. Not my best idea, and oh, no. boost Bravo. dice suck. I hate you too, boost dice. You got
5: the blues. <sighs> uh, what are your results? Crap.
3: Um, So that is, shockingly enough, two failures, but there's three advantage. Um, and I would like, actually, for um, if that is allowed, I would like to disarm the, the Aqualish. Like, I go in to punch in the face, and the axe is raised to defend. So what ends up happening... Uh, so I actually take out the axe.
4: Alright, yeah, that sounds like it would work and well, And if you want think.
3: poor results for the failure, I am willing to hurt myself on, on one of them. <laughs> or something dumb.
4: No, I'm going with you're just not doing damage to him.
3: Okay, cool, cool.
4: Alright, so they no longer have their vibro axe.
3: I totally meant to do that.
4: So yeah, you have now disarmed them of their vibro axe. Awesome. And now I am invoking the GM screen optional rule. On account of it's like the one cool thing.
5: Advanced nemesis?
4: Yeah. What does that do? Allows him to go once at the very end of a round.
3: I should have headbutted him. I Maybe mean, he'd still have his axe. That would have been awesome.
4: So now all the things that happen at the end of a round happened. As in, the door closes, slices, and all of a sudden the lights start flickering on the ship. And then Doba is going to pull their heavy blaster pistol. Or actually, no, they've already got their heavy blaster pistol up. What am I talking about? They're going to shoot Billy. Because Billy is right there in their face.
3: Can't really blame him.
5: Hey, hey, at least that means an increase in difficulty for you, Leslie.
3: Uh,
4: I am using a destiny point. Doing three success and one threat, which would do a grand total of 10 damage to Billy before Soak.
5: How is Billy
3: doing? Not ideal. Uh, On a scale of 1 to 15, I'd I'd say she's two-thirds uncomfortable.
4: (laughs) So that brings us to the top of the round. There are two player slots to go. You have Doba whirling around like a maniac, having just started shooting Billy, and sliced at the arm of Berrowin. You've got Kev laying on their back whom who's been shot. The only undamaged person yet is the lucky Vern. <laughs>
3: <sighs> okay, so here here's a here's a weird question. That big cord mm-hmm. is it like zappy looking?
4: Yes. Yes, it does look zappy looking.
3: I like the way you think. Uh, where is it in, in reference to us?
4: It's a little bit of hand range. It's not close enough that like you'd be able to just sort of like squat down and reach over and get it. It's a little bit of movement.
1: Can I flip a destiny point to invoke the extenders in her limbs? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please.
5: Okay. I mean, she has those those really cool arms for a reason.
3: I was actually just going to try and throw him into it. Oh. That also that way works. That also be out of engaged range.
4: Yeah, this one looks uh, This would be another brawn. I don't plan on upgrading this. So. Or, oh, sorry, this would be a brawl check, not a brawn.
3: Yeah, I, f- I figured that's that's what you meant, dear. Yeah, well. So that would be. I think
1: like, we've got a couple of light side two points. Two reds? Uh, which you are welcome yes, to. Yes,
4: that would be two reds.
3: All right.
1: Because definitely taking, taking this guy down is.
3: I will take one. Heaven knows I need it. Hold on, I want to look at one other thing. Can I aim for this? Okay. Can 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 you aim?
4: Yeah, I would go with it. Yeah, I like sizing him up.
3: One other question. Can I aim twice if I take the strain? Yes. Okay. So after that, you know, Billy swings and manages to knock the uh the axe out of their quarry's hands like this is who they're after so she does that she, bam knocks out and then he's just like pulls an indiana jones and shoots her so um then she just reaches forward you know you you, you see kind of her her mouth diodes and eyes kind of light up and fade like deep breath aim yay yeah, <laughs> and i'm gonna do that to make it official use the light side which brings me up to three yellows two blues two reds <sighs> deep breath aim yes to success
4: all right so this would cause him to go back in on account of i work with electricians uh yeah to throwing him over but that kind of sort of short range i would go with five Five wounds with that, so adding that together, so seven minus soak. And then landing on a very nasty thing, which I'm going to go with would be doing ten damage beyond soak. And actually this is, because this is throwing and whatnot, this is actually woundage. And also electricity going through someone is not strain. That's cooking people.
3: As somebody who recently was holding a shot collar when it was being tested, I will agree with that call.
4: I work with electricians. The kind of... Ca- I will put it this way. The amount of damage that I'm giving this guy, even if you want to say, yes, I am applying soak, I still think is way light.
3: It's cinematic electric damage. Well, given the, the, the girth of the cord you were referencing. Where you just kind of smolder more. <laughs>
5: yeah. In Star Wars... The real question is: Is Doba enough of a brute to still be standing after that?
4: Yeah, I'm actually going. Well, technically not standing because he was thrown onto the ground. Fair enough. But (laughs) yes, he is still alive. Even though he is smoking, he like he amazingly wounded. But yeah,
3: he probably also looks amazingly incensed. Yeah, like just absolutely
4: (laughs) enraged.
1: Don't smoke, kids. (laughs)
3: Stop punching things Just for things
1: Uh who's got the best chance Of uh
2: killing him
4: Like he's right there
2: Uh, Yeah he's right On top of me and I can shoot him with the stun gun How's your blaster Skill and stuff uh I've got one In ranged light And I have an agility of three So yeah I'll just go ahead and uh aim and fire One more time
4: (laughs) Um okay one thing I do the i'm gonna mention this on account of its in the meta ending your characters would realize this he's wounded, not strained, and this is a nemesis character.
3: What does that mean?
4: Yeah, he actually does have a strain track that that stun damage would be going against against wounds. He is one of the nasty kind
3: so basically we don't know that. He's had enough strain damage done for a strain shot to, to knock actually. Him
4: out. Yes.
3: Okay.
2: Alright, so then what I'll do uh let's see how so he's he's right next to me, he's short range.
4: Yes. And uh on account of he's prone and you're elevated because I think you got put down on top of a crate. I would even give you a boost for that.
2: Okay. So I'll aim and then it's it's a red and a purple for him, right? Correct. Okay. So what I'm gonna do. Is Vorin more for flavor than as an actual maneuver. He's going to just like hop down from the crate so he's right on top of this guy. He's going to pull the gun up, aim it right at his head. And at the last second, he's going to just scowl at him and be like, You really shouldn't have hit the captain. And then his thumb's going to switch the gun over to kill.
4: Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at the Hydean Way, and I'm at Deuterium Ice.
5: You can find me Christine as well as Cav, on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one two T H and Night with a K. And
2: I am on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. I am Leslie at Leslie GS. And you can find me David at AKA
4: Agent Shades. We are all at the where you can find previous episodes. And our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way.
5: Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show.
1: We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at thehydeanway.com.
3: If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway.
2: Or donate a coffee to us at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway.